Roger, Roger. Y'all set up there? Yeah, good. Roger, Dodger. All right. We're uh, we're live on the Chillinois podcast. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> Getting the old vocal pipes clear. Yep. Got to get them warmed up. Yeah. So, uh, well, um, we've got a lot of podcasts coming out. I think some are hitting the airwaves right now. We're sitting on a lot of content. We've been talking to a variety of different folks. So if you guys are craving content, that's uh, on the way for you. Also, if uh, you've noticed that the website is down, um, that's because we're doing a redesign. So um, we'll be keep, we'll keep you posted on all of that right now. But uh, yeah, so just wanted to say that right off the bat some exciting news for uh, the chillinois podcast we got more coming your way with exciting people that are in the industry um, and involved in the industry and uh yeah so stay tuned for all of that justine how are you doing tonight i'm doing great um for those of our listeners who remember back to the second episode that we ever released <clears throat> excuse me it was a long time ago. Um, I was promoting my company, Canna Queens, which sadly is no longer. Um, so that website will be taken down shortly. But I'm excited to devote more of my time and energy here to the podcast, even though I still get a little bit too high during most of our recordings and don't speak very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's something we're all... You're working on speaking more. I'm working on speaking less, right? So yeah. we'll meet somewhere in the middle, right? So, um, yeah, uh, sucks, but you know the timing was the timing was rough because the original plan for Can of Queens, right, was to do infused dinners, kind of mm-hmm. like uh, our fan, our friend uh, Man- Manny does with Herbal Notes, right? So, unfortunately, with COVID, <coughs> um, we're just not in a very good position for that. So. Do you, do you need a drink of water or something? No, I just, I don't know. I got gunky throat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess we were just smoking a couple joints with uh, with the folks. Uh, it's, it's not like my throat is like dry and scratchy. It's like gunky. It's just gunky throat. Sorry, guys. It's probably <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah, I was going to say that description specifically is gross. So like, you can just <laughs> say like, ah, oh, I just got something in my throat. But you're like, okay. You know me. I'm just (laughs) disgusted. (laughs) That's hilarious. I was gonna say something that that was gonna be inappropriate, but we won't we won't go there. Um so uh so grownin.com they reported that um Illinois medical dispensaries are in a race to secure their plus one recreational locations. So if you remember Justine when um dispenser medical dispensaries were given priority for adult use right um they were given the ability to acquire adult use licenses well not all medical dispensaries did that so um basically the dispensaries that have not opened uh state awarded second recreational uh locations have until march 31st to finalize municipal zoning and get their final construction plans approved. So doing a failure to do so could result in having their plus one recreational license rescinded by the Illinois Department of Finance and Professional Regulation. I, uh, IDFER. Yeah. I was just about to say that I was about to burp, 
while I was saying that. <laughs> so, so we're both disgusting. Tonight, we're both just saying. nasty. <laughs> um, so uh, that would bring the count to something over 89 dispensaries. I think I saw the other day. We have like 89 dispensaries now in the state of Illinois. So that and would we bring were, the count over that. We were supposed to be getting 75 more, but that got blocked. Yeah. Uh, not only that, that's actually what I was about to bounce to is that um, not only were we supposed to be getting 75 more, actually just last week, um, and we talk about it in one of the podcasts that has yet to be released. Um, so when it, when that gets released, it'll be a little bit uh, stale with regard to that one conversation we have. But we talk about um, the fact that they were actually going to push through um, 75 licenses in a lame duck session last week. Uh, so let me see uh, if I Google 75 license, Illinois lame duck cannabis. I'm sure I'll find something on it. Yeah, uh, this was, let's see here. Ah, oh, yeah, here is a week ago re reported by the Chicago Tribune. And again, folks, this ended up dying. Um, it ended up, did not end up getting called to vote um so what it was trying to do though was give and the, the folks that we had on spoke to it a little bit probably more accurately than i'm about to so do do research on this but i just said do do uh so uh a push to create 75 additional licenses fell short but it wasn't only on those 75 they were going to give uh, they were going to issue 75 to the folks that had perfect scores. Then they were going to make a, a second lottery for 75 more licenses to give just more people the opportunity to participate. Um, the push to double the number of new recreational dispensary permits came after the state's earlier process to issue 75 dispensary license was mired in controversy, controversy and delayed indefinitely. If you want to hear about some of that controversy controversy i can't speak uh listen to some of our former episodes i think our most recent one would probably be best with mike fouché from grownin.com um they were the website we were reading off of just a little bit ago um so yeah i think uh actually they did some reporting on the bill grownin.com they were saying that not only was it the uh they're trying to push and have a second group like a sub lottery i think is what they were calling it so they'd be, they'd be the first group would be 1a the second group would be 1b um they were also trying to expedite processes with uh hiring and badging you know you justine you know about that uh um you know about how fucked up that whole process is yeah so um yeah, and it wasn't uncommon for um, dispensary employees to, because we still had to renew that license every year as well. And it wasn't, was not uncommon for us to renew our license, you know, a month in advance. And still by the time our expiration date came up, we still didn't have our new ones. Yeah, but. so it was always like a situation where... Um, yeah, I mean, I remember when adult use launched and a lot of dispensaries were trying to get more people on deck and they couldn't. So they're trying to expedite that process. Another thing that was in the bill apparently was 
was removing like the tethering aspect of the medical cannabis card. So if you're a medical cannabis patient now, you know that you have to register with a dispensary before you go. This bill was going to make it so that you just show up at whatever medical dispensary you want. That's key medical. It's not making it so that from what I understand, it wouldn't be making it so that you could uh, shop at an adult use store. And I'm going to keep bringing up that. I think that it's a problem that there's no slated plans to make more medical cannabis dispensaries. So like, it's weird that we're only focused on adult use at this point. Like we all get it. I'm not going to act like I don't get it, but like, come on, you know, like it's a little crazy. So that happened. Um, also, there was like a, a police bill that got pushed through um, in the lame duck session, a, a policing bill. Um, and it's been making, it's, you know, been making headline news. Um, let's see, police, Illinois, um, poli- Illinois police reform bill clears the house, heads to the governor. Um there's a lot of people reporting on this right now. Um, NBC Chicago is who I'm reading off of right now. Um, basically, they're calling it a criminal justice reform bill. I know one of the things that they ended was cash bail. So the idea is that if you've made, if you've committed a violent, if you've committed a nonviolent offense, you are they can't hold you uh, on bail. Uh, until you've been proven guilty of whatever crime they're accusing you of. Uh, on the con- on the other hand, though, apparently if you've been convicted of a violent crime, you still, um, you know, have to deal with whatever system is in place. Um, another thing is the in there, Justine, is the idea of crisis intervention, de-escalation tactics, police accountability transparency in law enforcement and the rights of detainees and prisoners. Now that's according to somebody who sponsored the bill. Um, from what I understand, some of these like provisions and, and look, this, this bill was put forth originally and then changed. And then they like, they pushed uh, a modified version of it really late or I guess early in the morning apparently in this lame duck session it's like a seven page 700 page uh bill and uh i guess like some of the things they add or they try to they like appoint a board and if it's proven that like there's a situation where like you know that one situation where the cop had his knee on a neck right and somebody should have intervened like i guess now they can get charged for not intervening. Uh, another thing that can happen is like, if um, I guess the state appointed board and I, again, folks, I might be wrong. Like I don't, I am just reading, like I'm trying, I'm trying to get an understanding from what I can, you know, and I try to read the bill and it's pretty tough. So I look at different interpretations of it and everything else. So if you guys come away with a different interpretation emails about it or whatever, but Oh, what was the other one that I wanted to say? Um, oh, so there's the idea that if a, p- a police officer could be de- decertified, so you could probably speak on this. Like they were trying to say, or I guess what I've been heard that like 
hairdressers are up to more scrutiny than a police officer. Like in other words, like you could, you could like, if you fuck up in a hair salon, like do something really bad, like somebody, you could get your license taken away. But if you fuck up in the police department, like, I mean, you could still go and be a police officer somewhere else. So what they're trying to create is like a system where you can be decertified um, as a police officer. In other words, like, I guess licensing, you know, to be a police officer, which sounds like it makes sense. Right. Yeah. So interesting stuff, right? Interesting stuff. Uh, just stuff for you folks to look into. I, you know, this is why we bring all this stuff up. We talk and kind of give our first initial impressions, but we've never, and we're not going to ever claim we know what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. That'd be a super false claim. We don't know shit. All I know is that I'm high right now. That's very good. Yeah. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit this? Uh, yeah. Here you go. Thanks. Pass it to the left. Am I right? <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, folks. <coughs> okay. All right. Well, what's next? What do we got here? Let's let's take a look at the news. You just hold on to that joint for one second, little lady. Hit it another time. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Get a free bag of marijuana with your COVID nineteen vaccine. What? 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 This is on Forbes. Wow. The headline on Forbes. Oh, I'm using an ad blocker. Um, they know it, and they're not going to let me read this clickbait article because I'm using an ad blocker. All right, cannabis activists in Washington D.C. are planning to offer a free bag of marijuana to those receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Well, where do I sign up? Well, getting too you, birds stoned, you know what I'm saying? That's right. You reach out to the group DC Marijuana Justice. They announced uh, last week, nope, this week, um, that the free cannabis giveaway dubbed Joints for Jabs is being arranged to coincide with vaccine clinics expected to open in the nation's capital soon. With Joints for Jabs, the DCMJ activists hope to highlight the need for further cannabis policy reform at the national and local level while bringing awareness to the importance of equitable distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Forbes, you sucked me right in with that headline. Um, Looks like a day ago, the USDA released the final rule for hemp two years after the... the crop was federally legalized. This is reported by MarijuanaMoment.net. Our favorite. Yes. Kyle Yeager, the man. We need to have him on the podcast sometime. I'm sure. I mean, he's he's busy. He seems like a busy guy. He's reporting on a lot of stuff, but it'd be cool to have him on air. Uh, so we'll, we'll definitely reach out to him. But uh, yeah, he reported a day ago. So March, <laughs> January 15th. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Uh, January 15th that the USDA released the final rule for hemp. Um, So apparently it's finalized federal regulations for hemp. Industry stakeholders say they're encouraged by improvements from 
sorry, initial interim rules, but see room for additional changes, which they hope will come about during the incoming Biden administration. Yeah, I, I would say that the Biden administration, it's not, I mean, there was Republicans like Mitch McConnell that were pretty favorable of hemp legislation, but I would say that definitely the Biden administration um, will be, you know, something that, or an administration that would be totally unopposed because yeah, you just, while Trump, I mean, I guess raids have continued, so fuck him for that. But, like, he was always just so wishy-washy on cannabis, like, when he was running, at least. Of course, when he was president, he didn't really do much of anything for it, in my opinion. Like, he did, uh, I don't know, he pardoned some people that I think were in jail for cannabis. But uh, I just, I've always argued that that would have been an easy one for him. Like, I don't know why Republicans or conservatives don't go for cannabis legalization like why don't they it's run on cannabis evil drug yeah but that's just that's easy i don't know it's so it's like that's just stupid in my opinion like it, you could pitch it as like uh states rights that's one thing you could pitch it as you know they're supposed to be the party of states rights you could pitch it as like individual freedom like i'm not hurting you why the fuck do you care type of thing so but yeah i i don't know i don't know but on the same token the folks that you would think would be all for cannabis legalization are hesitant sometimes as well you know so yeah um cool that's cool news um Looks like there's a probe of Missouri's troubled medical marijuana program, and it may resume uh, soon. So let's read a little bit about this. What's going on in Missouri? They're in troubled Missouri. because it's non-existent. They've well, got patients and no dispensaries. Yeah, they've got registered patients, no dispensaries, right. Um, so apparently the panel stalled in March. They're t- thinking about resuming it. Um, whether Taylor, Taylor, who is uh, a representative, uh, he's actually the head of the special counsel committee on the government oversight, um, whether he restarts the investigation that may depend on whether he feels his questions about the program have been answered, such as through the court system, he said. Um, so looks like there's, uh, something going on here Um, i'm reading something about credible allegations then somebody else saying there's no factual basis and a report was inspired by political bias so it sounds like there's politics going on in missouri sounds about right for just the era that we are in yeah yeah god forbid that you just make something legal and like let people grow it themselves and sell it like god forbid um always got to be somebody worried about getting their cut right and that's what it always boils down to usually like um so let's see uh within the last hour not been a lot of news folks if you're listening right now i'm literally we just wanted to get another podcast out for you we're not going to be recording for too much longer uh just wanted to get some more content out for you um as, as we gear up to release some more so literally just reading um the headlines right now so it looks like some senators released multiple medical cannabis bills in nebraska um so that's cool 
Um, I don't know if there's much else going on here. It looks like Wahoo Police, which um, a bunch of Wahoos, that's what it sounds like. That's what they sound like. They seized 27 pounds of marijuana. Well, cool. Why Why are you seizing that? Like, what, does it hurt somebody? I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe because it's not regulated. I don't know what state this is. Let's see. Well, Wahoo, Wahoo. Where's Wahoo? Oh, Wahoo Police. How, how would I lose that one, right? Um, ah, Nebraska. Definitely a bunch of Wahoos. Uh, apparently... Officers seized 27 pounds of marijuana and items used to heat seal baggies for transportation. Not a good look. Uh, officers arrested a 61-year-old female from Jamestown, New York, who was traveling from California. What a long drive. She had a long way to go still, too. She's Nebraska. Like Nebraska? Nebraska. Well, yeah, she was on her way back. Yeah, I mean, I get it. That's... She was on I-80. Probably going 80. Yeah, a little bit over that, probably. But was she planning to stop at the world's largest drugstore? Probably, I'm sure. She made that probably made that trip uh, a lot of times. Um, I well, I don't know if she actually did, but I'm sure she did. Um, oh yeah, here we go. This is an ongoing investigation, as it appears this was not the first trip by the suspect from New York to California. This lady was running, running some weight hard way yep that's a long drive i don't even know because uh it's over 24 hours oh yeah i was about to say it got to be over 24 hours and gotta have some time for sleep in there so it's a couple days yeah a couple days for sure wow that's a tough life um you know gotta give it to the people that do that though i mean there are legacy providers like they gotta eat too you know, people are going to buy that product and I'm not saying you should, I'm not advocating for uh, buying untested product or whatever, but that prohibition doesn't work. And this is, you know, you catch people like this, like there's so many other people running it. Like it's, and these people are no different from you and I, or any, anybody that's listening. Like you, I'm sure if anybody's listening right now, you've been given an opportunity in the past. It's like, you got to take a risk and you'll get some money at the end. This is the same thing, you know, they take a little bit of risk. There's a little bit of money potentially at the end of the, you know, venture for them. And uh, it ultimately ends up working out, you know. So, yeah, it is what it is. I don't fault people for that. And we've kind of, not to plug a, a show or whatever, but Trafficked on Nat Geo is a really good show by Mariana Van Zeller. I think in the past I've said Mariana, but I think her name is Mariana. Um, very interesting show and a lot of insight. I've gathered a lot of insight from that show. Very good stuff. I mean, it's just a reminder that humans are humans all over the world. Everybody's just trying to do what they got to do to make ends meet. And uh, sometimes you have to turn to some pretty bad things because there's no other choice but still humans. Yep. All right. Well, um, that's, that's about all I have, Justine. Um, I think we should go load up a bong, maybe eat some more infused ice cream, you know, get high as fuck. And Do as uh, Sublime says, load up a bong. <laughs> <laughs>
Sublime. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You don't know Sublime. You're too young. Whatever. I know. I know Sublime. I just don't listen to them. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. No. No. Yeah. Whatever. No offense to people that do. It's music I like. I respect all music. <laughs> I think there's some songs by Sublime that are like, but I, I couldn't tell you any off the top of my head. But, anyways. Thank you, folks, for listening. Um, stay tuned for more content. Reach out to us at chili at chillinois.net if you have any um, questions or feedback or whatever else. If you'd like to come on the show, that's C-H-I-L-L-I at chillinois.net. C-H-illinois.net. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. And uh, cheers. Let's spark up this... Spark up this joint and uh, let's do it. Head out of here. Let's go. That did it. That that did it. <coughs> well, again, cheers. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.